0: Log Talk Radio.
1: our hearts apart, On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad you're able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or for those who may be on social media, you can go on Reconnect My Heart Podcast. Reconnect My Heart Podcast, you will see the video version of Reconnect My Heart. Also, we are on several social media, excuse me, um, podcast platforms. We are on several podcast platforms. So for those who don't have Reconnect My Heart Podcast on their platform, let me know. So we can find out what we can do To get on your platform So I want to thank each and every one of you all For uh, chiming in And coming on in On this Sunday The first Sunday In a month of June This is Wow, this is funny This year is halfway over with But We want to go ahead and start with the show um, This month is a very, very, very important month, not just for myself, but also for the fathers. You know, oftentimes we always we always kind of make fun that when it comes down to Mother's Day, it's two places that are always packed, the church and restaurants. But when it comes down to Father's Day, the only thing is Pat gets the jailhouse. So, you know, unfortunately, that may sound comical, but it's real. Like I said, I work in the jailhouse. So, you know, with that, what we want to do for the month of June, actually the first three Sundays of June, we want to talk to the guys. Uh, those that don't know, Father's Day is the third Sunday in June. And so for today being, if you want to say part one of three, today I want to talk about dating and the single dad or the single dads. You know, me, I can't tell a young lady how to be a young lady because God didn't make me a female. But one of the things about it, I can speak to the guys on being a guy. I'm a male as well as I grew up with brothers and I have many friends and coworkers, who cousins and so just from my upbringing and what I have, I can say I've been very blessed to have the connections and the sources that I have as well as we grew up kind of unique um, most that I've heard from fathers, most people who have had fathers, their fathers were stern, you know, ruled with an iron fist and very dominating and, I don't want to say controlling, but um, they were very quote-unquote forceful even with their words. But my father, my father, yes, he was a leader of the home, but also he was the one that was Nurturer. You know, uh my father was soft spoken, he communicated, but also he had a sense of humor. And so when it comes down to hearing about people who don't have a rapport with their biological father because of, you know, him being emotionally distant or something like that, it was very unusual for me to really wrap my head around that because my father was the one that communicated, like I said, he was a nurturing one. He was the one that would, you know, he didn't have to quote unquote, physically whip us a lot. Main thing was just him talking to us and just ask, no, well, why do you do that? And especially me and my sister, we was like, no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, so that's how my father's, personality was and so it, it is, excuse me, so with that, I feel like that helped mold me for me to be the father that I am towards my son. Yes, I talk to my son, I, I, I love talking and communicating with him but also especially in, in my uh, watching him growing up I also try to make sure that I listen I hear, make sure that from what even me sharing with him, making sure that it's understood. And so with that, I just want to just, you know, dedicate these next three Sundays for the fathers, regardless if you're married or single. And, you know, even I'll just say for partially, I'm going to speak to the single fathers. The single fathers, you know, one of the things I can say. Sometimes people always look at, you know, the the love that the the mother have towards the children. Of course, I'm not going to even try to debate about that. But as much as we acknowledge the love and the care that comes from the mom, oftentimes the love on the father is the one that's oftentimes overlooked or not acknowledged. And so what we have to look at, understanding that fathers do care about their children. Now, I will say, I don't like speaking about everyone or putting everyone in a big blanket or under a big blanket or umbrella, but I will say this, for those fathers who are Act for those who willfully, who want to be in the children's life. Now, true enough, there are some that does not want to be involved in the children's life because of, number one, because of the children's mother, which has nothing to do with the child. But then there are others that don't want to have anything to do with the child because they may have had a child outside of their marriage or outside of their relationship that they had with somebody else, which still is no fault of the child. Who fault was that? That's the parents. That's the that's the adults. And so with that I can say I can acknowledge there are some parents excuse me, there are some fathers that are not in the child's life. So, with that being said, okay, we've acknowledged that We pointed out the elephant in the room. But I'm not even talking about them. I'm talking about those fathers who have a desire to be in the relationship with the child, who has a desire. Unfortunately, there are some because of the child's mother who made it complicated who every time the father try to reach out, what happened? The mother makes it difficult. Also, there are some fathers who are physically absent from the child's life because they are incarcerated. So there are some who are incarcerated, but then there are others who are active, who has a working relationship with the children's mother, they co-parent. In spite of how their relationship is, the mother can appreciate that father being a great father to that child in spite of what type of husband or a boyfriend or mate that that person was to them. So there are some fathers who are, look, get a passing grade as being a father. And so with that these fathers, what I would call fathers who are doing a thing, fathers who are doing what they're supposed to do, doing what they are to do, not just by, you know, the law or even the Lord, but even the children, the children, they understand their importance towards their child. So. Even though there are some who may be seeing their child, active in their child's life, but then there are those who, although they're acting their child's life, and they're single, they now feel the need to go ahead and start dating. One, I wrote down a few things I wanted to make sure to acknowledge. I didn't want to forget. But those that know me, this is a Christian podcast, and I believe in us being real and transparent. Notice I didn't say but. I believe in us being real and transparent. Now, in the Bible, everything that the Bible addressed, it talks about real-life issues. So, just like how the Bible does, we're going to talk about real-life issues in real time. There are some fathers who are wanted to date. One of the key things I always tell the guys, when it comes down to get ready to date and you have a child, make sure you close the chapter of your past relationship or past relationships. Make sure you end those quote-unquote relationships before you begin a new relationship. What do I mean? Let's keep it real. Fathers make sure you're not trying to tap with your children's mother and get her in the bedroom. Let's be honest. There are some people who feel like, well, they're going to forever be my child's mother, so that gives me access to get her in the bedroom. Okay, think about this. If you feel that that's okay, Think about your child. Let's look at it from your child's eyes. You are disrespecting their mother. You are no different. Matter of fact, you're even worse than that guy who may be a complete stranger who's coming in to use your child's mother sexually. So what we have to realize, look, fellas, If you are ready to start a new relationship, shut the door of old relationships. Do not disrespect, not just your ex, but don't disrespect your children's mother that way. Think about this. Yes, you are your children's father, but that is still your children's mother. So you have to look at not who she is to you or who she was to you look at who she is to your child that's say, mama and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this monkey wrench in there
0: even if
1: she wants you to come on by and spend a little time with her and the child is away look here if you ain't committed to her and wanted to marry her don't do it. Don't do it. Somebody has to be an adult in that situation. Like I said, it's easy. It is easy to be tempted. But didn't temptation get you in that place the first place? Didn't that temptation get you in that situation in the first place? So, you have to look at being respectful and being honorable, not just as your children's daddy, but unto your children's mother. Hmm. So closing the door of that situation for your children's sake and also your integrity. You have to, look, you have to keep a level of
0: respect
1: for yourself and unto your children's mother. Like I said, forget about her being your ex-wife or ex-girlfriend or one night stand or chick on the side, side chick, thought, whatever you want to call her. Bump all that. That's who she was to you. But you got to look at who she is to your child. Because remember this, children going to always look at daddy as being some type of uh, um, standard of respect for yourself as well as for the mother. They're going to look at you as the standard. And what I found out, it could be a little bias in the eyesight of some people where it looks like mama can do no wrong, daddy, oh, man. Well, look, because they look at you sometimes unrealistically at a level of respect that may be higher than how you see yourself. Look, if your child sees you that way, you should say thank you. You, it may, matter of fact, it may challenge you to live up to that. Think about it. We as men, let's be real, we don't have these conversations. Well, actually, we do in a secular setting, but now we bring it into the church. We want to talk about it within the church because sometimes whatever is not addressed, we feel like it's all right. Well, I can hide behind this because it's not acknowledged within the church. Well, now, even though we're not in a physical building, we are the church and we're bringing it forth. Why? Because we want God to bless us, not only with our parenting, but also in our potential courtship. So how in the world can we expect God to bless us in our courtship or dating life when we're doing things outside of his will and also doing things irresponsibly towards the children's mother? Hmm. Something to think about. So it's so important for us to be able to, yes, that's true. We have to lead by example because we as men think about this. We as men, we have to understand that these are our seeds. Our children are our seeds. Our children are our seeds. And we have to make sure that we're respectful towards them and the things that pertain to them. So like I said, we got to close that door. Now, not only as we close that door to make sure that we don't, you know, disrespect their mother, but also when it is time for us to start dating and we meet someone that could be be a potential mate or potential person to marry. Now, because of situations that may have come up, regardless of if it's, you know, the father that broke up the relationship, that end of the relationship or the mother, regardless. Now, when you start dating and you have a, child in your life and the the person you're dating is not the mother of that child now we have to make sure that not only that we date and we have a clear understanding for those who we're dating help them to understand look i love you and i want to pursue a relationship with you but also i want you to respect my child's mother and vice versa see i've seen so many times where the guy don't say anything and allow the current girlfriend and the baby mother to be arguing and fussing and all that stuff okay who's supposed to tell the vet not even a court it's that dude's responsibility It's that dude's responsibility. We got to stand up and say, hey, 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 look. Look, first of all, I'm not trying to go back with my ex. I respect my child's mother. And see, that's another thing where I had mentioned about closing that door. Now, if you keep that door open and you're trying to sleep with her on the side, and then when you move on in your relationship, now you have caused another problem. Why? Because you, you have messed with your children's mother' heart played with her emotions, not just her body. You have played with her emotions. You have played with her heart. Like I said, not your children's, excuse me, not your ex, but your children's mother. So you have to keep that closed. Now, if you still want to do your thing, if you still want to play with her on the side or whatever like that, then you're not responsible enough and mature enough to process or go forth in another relationship. If you Look, if you want to play games, play games with people who are willing to play. But involve yourself in playing with somebody else's heart, no, that's irresponsible, very responsible. Now, one of the things I always tell, I always tell guys, guys, you have to understand that, like I said, you as the father, you as the father – your children are watching you. Your children are looking for guidance, looking for counsel, looking for advice, and they're not going to go by what you say, they're going to go by what you represent. They're going to go by what they see in you. They're going to go by not what you say, they're going to go by what they see. Hmm. So, they're all saying, "Well, don't do as I say, do as I don't don't do as I do, do as I say." You being hypocritical. So if you want your children to grow up to be productive, show them what type of man that they need. If you have a ch- if you have a boy, but if you have a daughter, show her what kind of man she need in her life. I always tell guys, guys, you showing your son what a man is, and you showing your daughters what kind of man they need in their life. Hmm. So if you think about it. If you won't, if you don't want your your daughter to cry, if you don't want your daughter heart to be broken, don't break somebody else's daughter heart. Don't play with somebody else's daughter emotions. Don't play games with them. Yeah, she might be grown, but even if she tell you, well, you know, ain't nothing wrong with us doing little, do, you know, we just we just have fun, we just kicking it, you know, no strings attached. Listen. Some people say one thing, but when you get into it, all of a sudden, well, well, I just fell in love. Look, dude, quit. Quit going on your emotions and quit thinking, well, you know, that's what she said. But you got to be a mature one. Remember, God made us men to be leaders. That doesn't mean for us to be able to control them, but we're supposed to be the protectors. We're supposed to be the providers. And it's more than just provisions pertaining to house, food, uh, 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 money. It's more than that. What about security? What about that? What about those godly principles? What about being an example? So just being honest with yourself. Even if she say, well, it's okay to do it, you got to be the one stand up and say no 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 we're not going to do that you set an example think about this think about if eve would have went forth and came to adam with their fruit what if adam would have said no 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 look here god already told us we're not supposed to do that so nah i ain't going to do that think about that this would this world wouldn't be in the situation that we in why because what if adam stood up and said, no, Eve, we're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But guess what? Every time you give in to something you know ain't right, you're just as guilty as Adam eating that fruit. Something to think about. So by all means, we have to start standing up for what's right. So now, mentioning about when that guy that father starts dating and he want to go ahead and you know hey date and co-parent co-parent which is possible but like i said you have to sometimes especially in that courtship leading to uh uh marriage leading to engagement and marriage this is what i'm trying to say leading to in uh, engagement and marriage someone that you see hey look this is something that's serious it's a serious relationship you got to have a conversation hey look here you know it's my son's mother it's my daughter's mother um you know i'm gonna go and pick up my son blah 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 blah. you know truthful you know and if it look like there are some booby traps with them right there don't give in to that but also like i said you make sure if you see anything, you nip it in the bud. If she starts, you know, disrespecting, even if it's your current girlfriend disrespecting your children's mother, be like, hey, 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 you don't hear me talking about her like that. So look here, regardless of what happened in the past, that's my children's mother. Hey, that's all. That's all it is. Look, matter of fact, friend of mine, Lord rest his soul, but. There was a friend of mine that told me, I heard him say this years ago, um, he's he gotten married, he was married, but he had a mother, a, a children's mother before he had gotten married. And I was talking to him and he said, man, my child, mother and I, we got a first and 15th relationship. I'm like, what? Never heard of that before. But I understood. In other words, keeping it business. Keeping it business. And so that's the way you have to look at it. Keep it business. Look, have all of that animosity and bitterness. Get that out the picture. You going on with your life. You met somebody new. That's good. But since you met somebody new, make sure you get the old residue out of your heart. So just because. Just because you have moved on, make sure that you keep that level of respect and also make sure that your current or your future mate, make sure she's respectful towards your children's mother. Yeah. So, you know, even even if it's the children's mother want to get, oh, your girl answered the phone. Oh, your, your girl. Yeah, that's my wife. She, she going to answer the phone. She may she may not answer for it. She got that right. Now, if it's something, if it's something I need to know about, you can tell her to tell me or whatever. That's fine, you know. But men, we got to make sure to do things the right way. Like I said, you close that door. Stop trying to be pimp dad of the week and all this stuff to try to play with two hearts at the same time. All that stuff, man. Look here, that kid stuff. We grown men set an example. Like I said, you know, pretty soon. That child gonna grow up right before your eyes and then all of a sudden they're gonna realize, wait a minute, you you been playing you been playing games with mama you've been playing with mama head. Oh heck no And guess what? They won't respect you. They they gonna look at you just like a villain, if not worse. Like them other guys that try to come in there and say 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 catcalling, catcalling. Their children's mother cat calling their mama, look you even worse because you got access to come in, and the child thinking that you want to spend time with them, but in actuality, you're using them to get to their mama, how dare you, man, come on, man, grown folks don't do that, yeah, like I said, this is a conversation that we're having, and we're bringing it in the church, so along with that being able to date, being able to make sure that you're mature enough, but also make sure you have that conversation with your child. See, it's going to take extra effort to be that, be that for your child because actually your child your first priority. Sometimes, you, I ain't going to say sometimes, but you have to put your child's best interest first, and then your potential love life, that's secondary. Being honest. That's secondary because the needs of your child comes first. Yeah, you know, well, you know, you, you know, you you you're supposed to have a social life, that's fine and dandy. But you know what? You gotta put your child first. Your child. Now, what you do if you do start dating, then what you do you make sure that you let your child know that they are included in every aspect of your life. Your child is not supposed to feel excluded from you or from your life, even pertaining to your courtship. Yeah, that's your child. Because ultimately, even if you decide to date and you marry that person, that person is going to be involved in your child's life. So you want to make sure that you choose wisely because it doesn't matter how she quote-unquote treats you. Check and see how she quote-unquote treats your child because she might be using you to get what she can get out of you. What if, what if she just tolerating you and trying to keep you away from your child? Think about that. There are some that are like that. Like I said, now this is talking to the men. This is talking to the men. So, I don't want any young ladies to feel like, well, but see, there are, there are you know, we've been, we've been listen, like I said, I want to talk to the men. The ladies can be in the audience, but I want to talk to the men because if we want to change this society, if we want to change this world, if we want this world to come right side up, we got to first start with the men. Let's be honest. It's the men. So we always talk about, you know, matter of fact, we always hear, you know, ain't no good men around. Uh, uh, Some of these men need to be rehabilitated. But, look, if we try to help the men to become right, you can't tell us how to do it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to say this. It's kind of a little bit off the topic. But no woman can tell a boy how to become a man that's a man responsibility so sometimes you know even if we try to tell some of the boys whatever i said some young ladies they may not judge right here they may judge their emotion oh wait you being hard on him you being no no because we know what it takes to become a man so we're not being hard we just a lot of times we just see sometimes there might be some foolery that the child may be doing to play with the mother or play with the woman's heart. To play with their emotions so that, that way you know, the guy can, you know, kinda of slack up. No, don't be so hard, don't talk to him that way. No, 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 it's one thing when there's an abusive relationship. Abu- abuse, abuse. We We're not tolerate that. We're not even acknowledging that. But we talk about when we see a boy look like he kinda of getting beside himself, look like he kind of smelling himself or look like he's trying to run a little game. Okay, he may try to run a little game on mama, but wait a minute, daddy see that mess. No, 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 you ain't going to do that. You ain't going to do that. Well, well, it, he, he'll be okay. He'll be okay. Okay, okay, okay. But you know what? I'm telling you, I'm trying to raise him, but yet still you prevented me. So you know what? You're trying to save him now, but you keep allowing him to do that. Then later on, you're gonna call me to help him help help him get out of jail. And see, a lot of times, us as fathers, we see that mess. I'm gonna say it like this: You think about it, women, y'all can see when other women try to be messy, or see when other women got a hidden agenda, got a motive. See, y'all can pick that up real good, yeah. But Us guys can do the same thing towards boys. Yeah. So I just say it like this, let us raise our child. So with that, what I'm saying, when it comes down to dating, when it comes down to dating and now that guy, he sees a young lady that he might be interested in, you have to see how she responds with your child. Because ultimately, remember this, you're choosing your child's stepmother. But also, you want to make sure not only she's respectful towards your child, she's going to love your child also, and this is not disrespecting the child's mother. Still going to honor the child's mother. But also, you want to make sure that your child honors your wife. But also, you want to make sure that you link up with someone that understands your unique situation because you have a child outside of your home. Or you may have your child living with you, and, you know, you may co-parent with the child's mother, and you are uh, um, you have custody, you have shared custody, or you may have sole custody of your child. So you have to be responsible. And also, I'm going to have to say this disclaimer. Another thing, I tell fathers, make sure that you know your legal rights. You know, so many times us as guys, we don't fight for anything because we don't take the time to learn or to study or ask questions. Sometimes we're so busy to be told what needs to be done instead of us, us to read what needs to be done. You know, I always tell people, look, if something happens where you and the child mother are not together, okay, then there may be a time, you know, if if y'all have to get the law involved, then look here. Understand not only pertaining to child custody, but visitation rights. Yes, you have rights, but you have to make sure that you fight for them. You know, imagine you not doing things. Well, as a matter of fact, I'm going I'm to say this. Like I said, people don't know me. I really don't care. I don't care what somebody think. I don't care if somebody says something because I believe in being honest. I've had this, you know, especially there may be some people who may go through a divorce, you know, but don't sign the divorce papers. You know, don't sign the divorce papers. No, look here. If, if somebody don't want to be with you, you better sign the papers because that means that if you don't sign the papers, sometimes you may be given a right that are rightfully yours. But because you choose not to take a stance, then guess what? By default, you know, she can put down, she want everything. And because you didn't sign, then, hey, she got everything. But they're just telling no, dude, you failed to do your responsibility because you're too busy to listen to other people. Well, you know, no, nah, God hate divorce. True enough, God hate divorce. Yeah. But, Jeff, because somebody don't want to be with you, that doesn't mean that you just give up everything blindly. You need to have wisdom. And also fight for your child. Fight for your child. You know what? I'm going to say this. Yes, and even with me, I'm in a unique situation because, you know, I'm I'm divorced. I have a son. And thank God, even my son, mother, you know, she's been very great pertaining to us co-parenting and everything and, you know. Hey, I appreciate that. So just in case somebody may be watching who may want to try to give a call, oh, June talking. Now, listen here. Make sure if you're going to say something, don't give a small sound bite. Tell the whole story. I thank God for my for son, and mother. Thank God for what she have done and everything. So that's it. So that's a little disclaimer. You know, those that know me, I believe in us, you know, different things in the book because sometimes there are some people that try to be messy, even those within the church. Let me go on. So. Now, when it come down to the law, make sure you know your rights, and make sure that you try to make sure that you fight for your child. I had this to happen. I was looking for an attorney, and I heard somebody say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm an attorney. I'm an attorney," you know. So I so I asked him questions, and he said, "Hold your son for oh, man." You know, you, you you got you got plenty of time. You ain't got time to half him and all. I'm saying myself, this dude saying that, wow. You know, there are some people they feel like, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. Not just fathers, but there are some mothers. They say, well, you know what? It's my time to live my life and they just abandon their child, and they try to live their best life while their child is living their worst life. They're very inconsiderate towards their child. So, yes, when it comes down to, you know, co-parenting and, like I said, now dating and trying to date, we have to always consider our child. So that's important. Also, one of the things that I do have to say, when it comes down to Men, being single, and also something I have to bring up, us as men, when it come down to parenting, when it comes down to dating, we have to know how to effectively communicate. Effectively, effectively communicate. Not just saying it. But also making sure that we hear. Make sure that we have our lines of communication open. And if you don't understand something, not be afraid to ask, what did you say? Can you repeat that? Make sure there's a proper understanding. Not just in the dating scene, but also in parenting. So I'm learning, of course. Like I said, my son is 17 years old, and I'm I'm still learning. Matter of fact, I learned a whole lot the past month. But being able to look at, you know, when I look at my son and and everything, and like I said, those in them, I'm a proud father. I love being daddy. I love it. Thank God, my father's still here, but also me being a father me being a father. Love it. appreciate it. And understanding because of me being dad, I'm not just raising him to be if you want to say my son or in my custody for the rest of his life. I'm raising my son to be someone's future husband. I'm raising my son to be someone's future or potential father. So if I'm raising somebody else's father, why am I going to live a life where he have to look at somebody else as an example of a father, especially a godly father? You know, we got to have these conversations. And like I said, those that know me, I love being transparent and I love scenarios to help us to brace on what to ask God for help for. And so with that, now when it come down to seeing, excuse me, when it come down to seeing the future pertaining to the dating and the communication and stuff, one of the things that I have to bring up, one thing as fathers, as men, we have to know how to properly and effectively communicate, but also being able to keep our Anger under control. We can't be driven by our anger, we can't be driven by our emotions. You know, you can't have your you can't have your family to be so scared where every time you come to the house or every time they feel like you're about to come that everybody tense up because they don't know who they gonna be getting, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, or Mr. Magoo, baby brother. You have to make sure that you have yourself in a respectful way where your children or your family will respect you, not fear you. There's a difference. Every time we distance ourselves from what we fear or who we fear, but we embrace those that we respect. Hmm. Now, I got to throw this little disclaimer out there. Now, when it comes down to anger and us as men knowing how to control our anger, one thing we have to understand, we can't make a person do something, especially if we can't make a grown, we can't make grown folks do something. I'm going to say this disclaimer. Now, in the Bible, the Bible says, wives, submit to your own husband." And often time, you know, we as men, we love telling our wives that. Man, I say, oh, man, there are some men who love telling their wives that. But this is something I, I, I really got a hold of this, and it blew my mind. It sounds so simple, but the Bible says, wives submit to your own husbands. So guess who the author was talking to? The women. Women who are white, wives, love your husband. Now think about it. Was he talking to the husbands? No, he wasn't. What he told the husbands was, husbands, love your wife. Just as Christ loved the church. But where it said wives, submit to your own husbands, the author was talking to the wives, not the husbands, but to submit. In other words, we as men not supposed to be telling our wives to submit to us. The scripture told and was talking to the wives. So if they don't want to listen to the scripture, they sure ain't gonna listen to us. So in other words, men stop trying to make a woman submit to you when you may have to accept that may not be the one for you. Hmm. And also, like I said, the men. What does the scripture say about men? Men love your wives. So, hmm, the women don't have to tell us to love them. And if we feel that we can't love them without the woman telling us to love them, then dudes, don't mess with her. Leave her alone. Don't wreck up her life because you may not be ready for love, you may not be ready to commit, you may not be ready. Look, if you still want to play games, stand on the merry-go-round. If you still want to play games, don't wreak havoc in someone else's life, because remember this, if you do you could potentially involve your child in a scandal that they did not deserve. So we as men got to be an example. We as fathers got to be an example. You know what I found out? Now I never was the type to, you know, do anything crazy or whatever. But when I became a father, matter of fact, that was um, 28th, the 28th. The 28th May, No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, May 30th, May 30th, which was this past Tuesday, May 30th was the 18th anniversary of me finding out I was going to be a dad. I found out, which happened to be, it was Labor Day of 2005, it was Labor Day 2005, Labor Day was on Monday, May the 30th. It was almost 145. I was headed to work. And I'll never forget, I was on I-30 going east. And I got a phone call that I was going to be a father. Little Lord, me? Little Junebug? Going to be a father? Oh, Lord. Lord, what do I do? He said, rely on him. Rely on him. Trust him. Trust him. Do the right thing. Do the right thing unto him. Do the right thing towards your family, towards your son. And most importantly, be the example. You don't want your child to have to look outside of the house to look for help and guidance in the example where he should have been getting inside the house. From who? From who he came from. Him, Him being the seed so, in other words, if he can't get an example from the source that he was the seed of, then there's something wrong with that picture. Now, it's not just, you know, me being a father to a son, but I'm also talking to the fathers who are, who are fathers to their daughters. So, understand, fellas, it is so important. Being a father is more than just being a sperm donor, you know, or having a whoopsie or the condom broke or one night stand or in the heat of passion or I was drunk, you know? So, and also I have to say this disclaimer, regardless of how you conceive your child, if it was something outside of marriage, if it was like a one night stand or something like that, not only do you still respect the child's mother, but also, Keep it mess to yourself. Don't let that, look, don't let the cat out. (laughs) Don't don't let it out. You know, show some respect. Like I always say, if you're not going to respect your ex, respect your child's mother. Regardless how she acts, fellas, it's still our responsibility. Because like I said, it's something about fathers that children hold in regard to the high level at a high level. Don't allow your child to bring that down. Keep it up. You might be that hope. You might, look, you might help that child. Say, you know what? You help me. I appreciate it. You know, somebody got to, look, somebody got to be an example to your child. And so, fellas, You can't make a grown person love or respect you. So if you already know that she doesn't respect you and she don't respect your child, you can't make her. You can't force her. You got to do like uh, Teddy Pendergrass said. You think you better let her go. Let it go. Leave it alone. When you get her out of here and stop trying to, you know, do all this and do all that, man, sit down and take a take a drink, take a cup of coffee. But most importantly, still understand that if you continue to do the wrong thing, as soon as you start playing with her emotions, she could get back with she could back at you. She could get back at you. That I was saying, Ain't no fear like a woman scoring, Oh, look here. Look here. You mess with a woman heart, look here, she ain't going to forget you. Now, look here, now, true enough, she may do some wrong thing, but you know what? She may repent later, but right now, hey, she may say, well, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> you know, so you have to make sure you're doing the right thing at all times. And also, we as men, we got to keep our anger in check. There are some things that doesn't have to be dealt with. Every battle doesn't have to be fought. But also even just how we talk, how we communicate, you know, just being able to just say what needs to be said and also don't let stuff bottle over or or, or fester in us to communicate, talk, and there's a way for us to communicate and convey what we're trying to say without all that cussing and, you know, uh, uh, disrespectful words and stuff, and also disrespectful actions. You know, I, this, this this hurts my heart, and I see this all the time. I see so many guys, they'll be so eager to start rolling up their blunt and smoking it in front of their children. And oftentimes, they may be in the car, and the windows be up, and it seems like the baby just gagging and gagging. Dude. Don't you know that you causing havoc to the health of your child? Instead of you smoking, having the window up, how about you have the air conditioner on and just start talking to your child? Cut that radio off. Talk to your child or even let your child talk to you. Okay, that might be what they call cooing. They may say some words. Listen here, that's your child. Have a conversation with them. Teach them how to properly enunciate words, even if they small and just big enough to be on your knee. That's cool, but that's your child. You know, it's sad where so many kids now, they're so unprepared for life. They have no stand power. I was talking to my brother. It's like they come from a different cloth, but they come from our seed. Why is that? Are we really raising our children or is somebody else raising our child or is something else raising our child? Spend some time with your child. You know, I hate it. There's very, very few times where I was unable to go to see my son, especially when uh I had COVID or he had COVID or something. His mom had COVID. As a matter of fact, even when his mom had COVID, I still had, still was able to see him. But when I don't see my son, man, I'm like, wait a minute now. Now, thank God I do get a chance to talk to him. But when I hear fathers, uh, when last time you heard from your child? Man, uh, it's been a a few months, been a few months, a couple months. What? What? Now, like I said, to each his own. It depends upon the relationship. Well, you know, they they got a phone. They can call me. But, Daddy, how about what if your child waiting on you? What if you're the one that set the bar for them to, you know, you might have reached out to them once or twice a year. Okay, so that's all they know. So they may be expecting, but also they might have their own life. But, Daddy, show your child that you want them in your life. What if they don't know? Well, they ought to know. They ought to know. Dude, sometimes not only do you have to tell them, but you got to show them. Quit assuming. We make so many mistakes because we assume. And what if we're wrong? So, fathers, it is so important to keep yourself intact. It's so important for you to be able to maintain a level of peace. To curl them. Look, like I said, anger under control. Hmm. All that cussing and throwing stuff with an attitude. You're damaging property. <laughs> I mean, can you talk to me without getting upset? Can you talk to me? I want to hear you, but also. I want to be heard. Hmm. So that might be a little something, might be a little harsh, but like I say, I read all this is for the betterment of your family, your children, you. I want to, for the kids that may be watching, I want to help daddy. And for the father that may be watching, I want to help your child. I want to help your daughter. I want to help your son. But most importantly, I want to help each and every one of us to be able to be in a place where we can be able to say, you know what, I'm with daddy, you know. But also for us to be able to be the example that's going to be able to glorify God with our relationships with each other. And it's, it's so beautiful for father and son or for father and daughter to come together on a good occasion. And there's no rift. There's no disrespect. It's possible. So with that being said, we want to make sure to really just examine ourselves. And just in case, just in case, you may have missed it. You may have made some mistakes in the past. Forgive yourself, but also ask them to forgive you. As well as, understand as fathers, as much as you may not or agree, or even, love, I don't want to say like. Yeah, I say you you might not even cut for, you might not even cut for your children's mother. But understand, you got to forgive. You got to forgive. That forgiveness is for you. And also, just in case, just in case you may have some resentment towards your father, forgive him. Forgive him. You know, you know, you might be that child that see your father doing everything for his new family, but he didn't do anything for your old family. Hey, you know what? Forgive him. But, hey, you know, don't beat yourself up. Don't blame yourself. But it may be a good idea to have that conversation. Reach out for him. Hey, look, here. you know, I didn't understand. And you know what this being really transparent, and even if he not responsible enough or mature enough to acknowledge or even repent, you know what you did your part, and as long as you did your part, that gives God assets to come in not only to heal you but also may set the scene where it may deal with him and for God to help you to have that peace for you to be able to enjoy the rest of your life now he gotta deal with the broken pieces now he got to deal with his mistakes. So that's something to think about. And so just in case, just in case, as fathers, if it is time for you to start dating, hey, the most important thing, you want to make sure that you consult God. Because you don't want your child to look, to see a revolving door in daddy's house. Understand you may have gone on with your life and dismiss that third and fourth girl, or fifth girl, but you got to understand what if your child was attached to that child, to that young lady? What if your child was attached to, what if your child saw daddy happy? Or what if because you wasn't ready to settle down and you met somebody that wanted to settle down and wanted to treat your child just like theirs, but you still wanted to go ahead and play the field and stuff? Dude. Think about the emotional baggage that you are causing towards your child. So that's why it's so important for us as fathers. Let's put on our big boy pants on and start doing the right thing. But also what we want to do is ask if God pleased with us. One of the things I always say, I wanted to challenge fathers, especially when it comes down to dating and according. Your behavior matters. If you met a daughter, Excuse me, if your daughter came home with a man just like you where she wanted to marry, would you be happy with the choice that she's making as a spouse? Let's be honest. You can't, don't think about, it. well, you know, that's her decision, if she wants it no, 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 no. But if you had a say so pertaining to the person that she may be potentially marrying What would you tell her? In other words, would you want your daughter with a man like you? So if you say, yeah, okay, well, you know what? Praise the Lord. That's good. But if not, fathers, we got to do the right thing. We got to do the right thing. Got to do the right thing. Because ultimately, our child is expecting us to do the right thing and be an example that will be glorious and honourable unto God. And so, with that being said, understand that our children love us. Our children see us at a look, at a high level. We don't want to disappoint them. Also, being realistic, us as fathers is an example to our children about our heavenly Father. Hmm. And so if the biological father is setting a bad example, care about them, don't love them, then how would you expect them to love the heavenly father? Because the earthly father mean them no good. Something to think about. So with that being said, just in case those fathers who may be watching, who may have made some mistakes in the past? You know what? God is here to forgive you, but also God wants you to forgive that young man who's in your mirror. You oftentimes, we as men, we don't acknowledge or express our hurts, our vulnerabilities, because we don't want people to know, or we don't want people to judge us or make us feel that we're less than a man because we're becoming vulnerable or we have exposed ourselves, our our hurts, our vulnerability, all that stuff. But you know what? It doesn't matter when your best interest should be your child, interest of your child. Your first priority should be your child. You want to be healed and whole for your child's sake. So that way when you deal with your child, You won't have any emotional residue of hurt or pain of the past or regrets of the past. And God want to cleanse you right now. God has come to you telling you to come to him. He said, come as you are in the presence of your sins. You ain't got to hurry up and clean yourself up before you go ahead and go to God acting like trying to wash up before you take a bath <laughs> come on now but God look here God saying no that ain't even your job go ahead and come on and uh, let me take care of that for you so with that being said God wants you to come to him right now don't you know that right now God is concerned about you flaws and all yes, yes. the Bible tells us to cast all of our cares, all of our concern, care concerns, give my words myself, all of our cares and concerns for Him, because He cares for us. He, don't you know, He's concerned about your courtship and your parenting you know, and also even if it pertains to your baby mama, he sees the conflict, he sees the problem, he sees the lies and the manipulation and the con games that are going on but have you went to him or are you still trying to deal with it yourself, are you still trying to handle it yourself or by yourself Hmm. so he wants you to go ahead and come on and talk to him about everything the Bible tells us the Bible tells us nothing too hard, nothing too hard for him. There is nothing too hard for God. Nothing. All things are possible to him that believes. Do you believe? Do you believe that he is a rewarder for them that diligently seek him out? Yes, he is. So, with that being said. Just in case someone who may be watching, who may not be saved, Romans 10 and 9 tells us that thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and believe in the heart that God is raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Give everything to God. There's nothing too hard for God and nobody too hard for God to deal with. And just in case, just in case, you say, Well God they ain't gonna do it. Understand God can. God has the ability to do any and everything. But I found out something. This was a this was a nugget for me that hit me like a ton of bricks today. In our Sunday school class, we were talking about how the Israelites we're not talking about when they exited Egypt, we're not talking about that. But when they got out of captivity at the other time. This time unlike when they escaped Egypt, when they out, they had to get out in a hurry, in a hurry, in a hurry. But this time, it was going to be a slow process. Why was that? Because they needed to make sure that they evaluate what caused them to go in in the first place. So that way they will make that same mistake again. And when that came to me, I was like, ooh-wee. Has it seemed like you've been in a situation and it seemed like God has taken his time? Well, what if he wants you to really examine everything so that way you don't catch yourself in that same situation again? Hmm. There's always a lesson. When it seems like God ain't moving, there's a lesson he may be trying to show us. There's a revelation he may try to teach us. There are some growing that he may try to give us. Don't deny the growth Or the process Because it's for your benefit And for your good Matter of fact Before we get ready to uh, Go into prayer There's someone that's on the line right now Matter of fact um, Matter of fact There's someone on the line right now Before we go on there I'm going to go ahead and get them on Matter of fact I'm going to switch So that way everybody can hear it Um hmm Okay. Okay. I'm going to get ready to get this person on. There we go. Hello. Welcome to Rick Namahar Podcast. You're on the air. How are you doing today? I am blessed. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Hey, my one of my favorite persons in the world. I I didn't know who was on here, but I'm glad you're on there. And thank you for uh, listening in. You're welcome to share with your food some salt because, you know, you got one of the greatest dads in this side of Texas. So I wanted to um, thank you for coming in, and you're welcome to share what you like to at this time. I'm just enjoying enjoying all that I've heard so far. Don't have anything to add to it, but just thanking God for you and your continuing allowing him to use you. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you, and all I can say is thank you. (laughs) But I appreciate you. you, and, And I get a chance to talk to you later on. Continue to be blessed. All right, all right, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Um but you know the fathers who may be listening, um you know, there's nothing wrong with being saved. You know, you know, some people may think, well, you know, um I can't do it like this person. I can't do it like that person. No. One thing we God wants us to do is be the men or oh, even the ladies, but I'm talking to the men today. Be the people that God called for us to be and who he made us to be. You know, just, just, you know, your communication with God. You know, some people may not pray like me or I may not pray like other people. You know, I understand this. I tell my son, he doesn't have to try to find the words to talk to daddy. Just come to daddy and we'll look here. We'll work the rest of that stuff out. And, and the more he's around me, the more freedom he feels that he can talk to me about things. And he doesn't have to have the proper verbiage or grammar or articulation to talk to his father. No. Look here. I, and I even tell him, I say, if you want if you want to talk to me, I said, I don't care what time it is. I don't care if you think I'm asleep. If my son want to talk to me, you got every right to call me. Yes, indeed. So, if that's the case pertaining to my heavenly son, want to talk to his earthly—excuse me, my earthly son, want to talk to his earthly father. What about our heavenly father when his earthly children need to let's grow up? And let's dismiss this emotional or uh, uh, spiritual insecurities and understand that we have a fathers that love us and want to communicate with us, want to be there to help us, want to teach us. You know, one of the things I always say, God is not like man. Yeah, some men, some but people, some people would disappoint us. Some people, they're like, well, you know, but God said, no, 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 come, let me talk to you. You look at Jesus, look at the model that Jesus lived. He sat down with the sinners, I would say the unbelievers. He started he broke bread with them. He he built a relationship. He earned their trust. Hmm. So who who is more influential? Is him. So but some people they may feel like It's beneath them to talk to us, communicate with us. Don't worry about that. Matter of fact, some people, they get it wrong all the time. There have been several times I went to places and I had somebody to try to quote unquote, they said they were prophesying, you know, yeah, you know, you just need to be saved. You know, God wants you to repent. I'm up here listening. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. And then the opportunity came. When they got done saying all that stuff, and then they wanted me to introduce myself, and I introduced myself. And then I had to go back and tell them, no, you missed it. Let me tell you this, and blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh, I don't know. I just picked it up in the spirit. No, just admit you were wrong. Come on now. Admit you were wrong. You made a mistake. That's a mature person. Well, I thought, no, it wasn't me. No, no, but you missed it. But see what they were trying to do. Some of them were trying to do some manipulative thing. They were trying to con. No, nope, you came to the right one now. You know, that's some, something that, you know, I have, I have to say. So don't try to get yourself cleaned up before you go to Christ. You go to him just as you are. Let him come and clean you up. You just seek him. You just communicate with him. You just build that rapport and that relationship with him. And everything that's unlike him is going to be washed away. It's going to fall off. You know, so you go to him because the devil wants you to try to get yourself cleaned up first. And what He going to do as you try to clean yourself up, he's going to always expose something else that's dirty and you'll never go to Christ. That's his mindset. That's his strategy. But God said, come to him right now. So as we get ready to pray, whatever you may be dealing with, we're going to give it to God right now. Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. We're coming to you right now, God. Thank you right now, God, for being a righteous God, being a holy God, being a faithful God, being a committable God. So, God, we're coming to you right now, God. Ask you, God, to forgive us, God. If there's anything that's in us that's unlike you, God. Forgive us, cleanse us, and make us whole right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speaking right now, God. There are fathers who may be watching right now, God. They may not have had an example of what a father is. So, God, we speak speaking right now, God, that you come in, that you instruct them, that you show them, God, what a real man is and what a real man ain't. God, we speak speaking right now, God, that you minister to them right now, God. God, we speaking right now, God, that you help them, God, to walk in the purpose, walk in the integrity, and most importantly, God, walk in obedience to you right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we speaking, God, to the fathers, God. Help them right now, God, to do what you command for us to do right now, God, to be there for our child, not just financially, but not just physically, but emotionally, spiritually right now in the name of jesus lord we speaking right now god there are those who may be watching right now god who are even seeking for love or looking for love help them god to be guided by you right now in the name of jesus help them right now god to be led by your spirit and not by their emotions nor any other items that may be sinful that will lead them to damnation right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we even speaking, God, there are those who may be watching right now, God, who may be having problems or conflict with their children's mother. We speaking right now, God, that you come in, that you intervene right now in the name of Jesus. God, Speak to that situation right now, God, and raise up somebody who may be with of God, who just give it all to you right now in the name of Jesus. And we're buying everything the devil stands for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we speak it right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for healing, God. Thank you, Lord, for wholeness, God, even for the men who may be dealing with it. Angry issues right now, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you help them, God, to cast that junk over to you right now, God. God, help them, God, right now, God, to effectively communicate right now, God, with all the, uh, the, the loud vocal uh, screaming and yelling and the tone right now, God. Help us, God, to be responsible, God. Help us to be godly, God. Help us, God, to look at your, their child as your child right now, God. Even help them, God, to be respectful towards the children's mother right now, God, and any other potential mates that they may try to meet in the future or deal with in the future right now, in the name of Jesus, and Lord, we speaking right now, God, that you set everything in order right now, God, and God, even just in case there may be some ladies who may be watching, God, we're speaking against every hurt, we speak speaking in every abandonment that they have dealt with because of man right now, in the name of Jesus speak to their heart right now God and we speak in God for healing and wholeness right now deliverance and setting them free right now in the name of Jesus and Lord we even speak in God even towards the co-parenting God God we speak in God that you get the bitterness out of the situation God get the hatred out of the situation get the unforgiveness out of the situation right now in the name of Jesus and place in forgiveness place in love God place in God oneness with you in obedience to you right now God and doing the right thing right now, God, for the best interest of the child in the upbend of your kingdom right now, in the name of Jesus. Help those, may even who may be dealing with problems, God, help them, God, to give it over to you once and for all right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we speaking right now, God, even towards the parents right now, regardless if it's the father or the mother, but help the parents, God, not take out their anger or their frustration pertaining to the child's other parent not to take it out on the child right now, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you minister to that child right now, God. The child may be stuck in the middle. The child may be dealing with adult issues because of of the mismanagement or the irresponsibility of the parents. So, God, we're speaking, God, that you comfort the child, God. God, we're speaking right now, God, that you help them, God, and help them not to take it to heart, God. Help them not, God, not to even affect their personality nor their identity right now God in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus God help us God to continue to lay before you God in prayer right now God in obedience right now God to you right now God in the name of Jesus and Lord be speaking God for those who may be grieving right now God Comfort them. Be with them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we hold up the family right now, God, of First Lady Pearson right now, God. Hold her up, God. Hold them up right now before you right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for such a sweet young lady, God. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done right now, God. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we're even speaking right now, God, even towards the family of my friend, my co-worker, God. Miss Morgan right now, God. My Lord, we thank you, Lord, for Miss Morgan, God. Miss Miss uh, Sharonda Morgan right now, God. Sharwanka Morgan, God. We thank you right now, God, for her legacy, God. Thank you, Lord, for the love that she has given right now, God. In the name of Jesus. And any other person who I may have missed right now, God, God, comfort them. Be with them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, god we speak god that you wipe every tear from their eyes right now god in the name of jesus and lord we thank you lord for being a father to the fatherless to the mother to the motherless right now god and lord we speak god even as we approach father's day coming forth right now god help us right now god to still look up to you right now god those who may be grieving because of the absence of their father their biological father right now god we're speaking of that you help them god strengthen them right now god in the name of jesus and we give you the glory and the honor and the praise and lord we even thank you right now god for the testimony coming from this god even those who may be looking for love most importantly help them to be looking for you god and lead them and guide them god to the healthy relationship that's going to be honorable to you and respectful towards the child right now, God, and each other right now, God. And we thank you, all for the success and the testimony coming from this right now. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in. Uh, if y'all have any uh, questions or comments, or if you just want to communicate with me, feel free to catch me on Facebook, Brother Prater. B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, Piers and Paul, R-A-T-S and Tom, E-R. On Facebook, you see my daily devotions and also my videos. But also, if you go to my website at brotherprater.com, that's brotherprater.com, you will see my daily devotions and videos and also some other stuff I have on my website. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, but also, you can go to the store section of my website where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A pastor the God of Fatherhood. This is a very good book to get for Father's Day. Even though it says men, it's for both men or women. But A Few Good Men was written to inform men their needs and their responsibilities towards their children, their children's mother to with them or not, but also even talking to the women to let them know what the needs and uh, needs of men are, but also those who may be uh, looking for love, male or female who may be looking for love or maybe dating or one of the date. this is a good uh, book to read for us to be able to help us to choose wiser but also not only to help us choose wiser but also to show the show the women, what a real man is, what a real man ain't. So a lot of different things pertaining to that. But also, my other book, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper, The Love Beyond Life. This is a, a book pertaining to the relationship I have with my sister, Sheila Prater, who's no longer with us. She was killed uh, by domestic violence. And, you know, that that's one of the reasons why I do what I do. You know, um, I like to talk about real life things pertaining to what we deal with in life. And so bringing it in even within the church, so you know oftentimes when people ask me about this book, oftentimes when we talk about relationships, we talk about dating or we talk about relationship pertaining to friendship, but very seldom do we talk about relationship pertaining to siblings and so I got a chance to talk to my friend uh miss uh Mrs. Veronica Brown, she had a conversation with me and told me about my sister my sister and her. We're very, very close. And so I got chance to, to talk to her today and just hear some stuff. And, you know, she was saying some sweet things and how my sister um, loved me. And I'm like, man, you know, it's, it's you know, it's beautiful to be able to hear it. So uh, with that being said, this is, to me, a good book also. So I want to thank each and everyone who are tuning in. And I hope and pray you all have. A blessed, blessed, blessed day. And thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. God bless you and good night.